J.J. McCarthy, big weekend for quarterbacks. His first start as a Wolverine. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Chris? Good, buddy. Got my Stafford jersey on, and I'm ready to go for tonight. Oh, yeah. Skeen was showing me. He sent me some text. <laughs> Doug Skeen, former Michigan offensive lineman, your partner on the Michigan football podcast at the Wolverine.com. Mr. Detroit Ram. Me, I'll, I, hey, you take what you can get, man. As a Lions fan, and so my question, the Bud huge question of the day: Do you think Stafford and the Rams are going to repeat? No, no, I think it's hard to repeat, and I think it's, you know it'll be tough. But I think they have a good year, and I'm excited to watch them. So great game tonight to start the season, isn't it? No, it is. I, I can't believe yep. the Rams on the DraftKings sportsbook at Big Board are getting two and a half points, defending Super Bowl champions at home. Right? I, yeah. I, I get Josh Allen is good, but you know the, the, these Bills are like the old school Bills that could get to a Super Bowl loaded with talent, but never get over the hump. Right, and you're traveling out there in the first game, so right. it'll be fun to watch. I like the Rams in that game, so I'm going to uh, watch it with a cool Bud Light tonight, man. And uh, I can't wait, Bill. I love this time of year. I do too. We get the NFL tonight, then we get college football. Friday and Saturday, including J.J. McCarthy making his first start Saturday night against Hawaii underneath the lights. What are you expecting? How how long will McCarthy be in? Will we see Cade? Will they go uh, deeper down the QB depth chart? Uh, Will this be full throttled, him not just handing off, throwing around the field? Uh, For the Michigan fan that will be there at the big house, those watching on TV, Chris, what do you think uh, yeah. will happen with McCarthy? I think he'll play at least a half. I don't think there's any question, and, and hopefully maybe part of the third quarter. Got to see what he can do. And, and granted, this is a terrible football team they're playing. This is uh, maybe the worst team in college football. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I, I firmly believe that he's going to get every opportunity to show what he can do, and they're going to give him the entire offense So and let him throw it. They, they need to prove to these wide receivers of theirs that they're going to use them, Bill. Otherwise, they're going to have some guys end up in the transfer portal. They've got a deep wide receiver room, and they just aren't getting them the ball that much. So, And I know Jim Harbaugh likes to run, but they've got weapons there, and they've got a quarterback who uh, you know theoretically can get him the ball. So – We'll see that. Hopefully uh, we'll see some big plays, explosive plays. They didn't show that last week. I think they only had three plays over 20 yards. That needs to improve. That was an area of strength last year, but McCarthy's going to get every opportunity and to, to win the job, and if he plays extremely well, it's going to be hard, in my opinion, for them to take it from him. So here, here's an interesting thought on Saturday night. Uh, Cade played okay. He wasn't great, and it was kind of vanilla offense, and – uh-huh. It was Colorado State, a game everybody expected to win. Now you're going to get a Michigan a 50-plus point favorite. I haven't checked the latest. I think the last time I saw 51-and-a-half point favorite yeah. for Michigan on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. So let's say J.J.'s lights out, plays a half. Do you, if you're Harbaugh, put McNamara back in there because and you're going to line him up against what J.J. just did, or do you go further down the chart? No, they'll play them. They'll play both quarterbacks like they did in the opener, and that's the plan to do that. And then he'll decide who's starting week three based on probably not just this game, but the last game as well. And so, And then they'll continue to go from there. I don't think this competition ends unless if, say, McCarthy comes out and just kills it this game and then the next game and then against Maryland. But you're going to need a Cade McNamara, maybe in an Iowa type of game or something like that when the defense is stout and a guy that's been in that position before. That's a guy that's played 
played at Nebraska and won, played at Penn State and won, where a lot of Michigan quarterbacks, even better Michigan quarterbacks, have not won. So that's going to be what we're looking for. But I've said it so many times, there's no question that J.J. McCarthy is the more physically impressive quarterback, both with his feet and with the in the passing game. So he adds a dynamic to this offense that McNamara can't. So you hope that he continues to progress. You hope that McNamara handles it a little bit better if he's not the guy, but you need two quarterbacks. And uh, at this point, I'd say advantage right now, McCarthy. Advantage McCarthy, we're going back to the Michigan Go Blue political big board and Chris Ballas. <laughs> Is working it. Is this good for the team? I, meritocracy. These guys, you know, studying, playing, practicing, lifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think is it good right now for the team? But when you get to the Big Ten, is it still good to go back and forth? I don't know. That's a great question, and it hasn't been in the past, right? And if we go back to Brady Henson and and how that was managed, it probably cost them a game or two. So it's it's bad if it's going to cost you a shot at a championship. And for example, say they say McCarthy tears it up against crappy teams and then goes to Iowa and lays an egg against a really good defense on the road, then people might be saying, "Hey, you know, McNamara should have been in there. He'd been in that position." But you know, this is all speculation at this point. Uh, ideally, both of these guys play extremely well and it makes the the decision that much harder right now it's a little bit easier because McNamara struggled in his first couple of drives especially and he looked like he was overwhelmed like the the weight of the world was on his shoulders so uh, from that in that respect I don't think it's good but if you you've got to rise to the occasion I mean if you're the quarterback at Michigan and you're put in that position and and you let that get to you how are you going to let it get to you when you play down in Columbus for example so uh, that's why there is a meritocracy and that's what Jim Harbaugh has always said the positions for rent and it always will be as long as he's there and they got two good quarterbacks let's uh, let them have at it as he would say Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line talking about Michigan and Hawaii what is the mindset through your insiders when it comes to McNamara and McCarthy uh, both QBs what are you hearing behind closed doors at Schembechler Hall yeah, people have different opinions. That's the crazy part. There, you know, some people we talk to say, "Well, we're going to have to live with some of JJ's mistakes just because he's that much more dynamic and he gets the ball downfield. Our receivers need more opportunities." Other guys say it's Cade's job. He played better. He leads more scoring drives for points in in uh, practice and in scrimmages when they document everything. He had a great camp, and that's what he does. And one thing that Jim Harbaugh has always said and told both of them: Don't try to be like the other guy. Be yourself. And they don't want Cade McNamara out there trying to make throws that he can't make just because J.J. McCarthy is making him making them. So, but there are there are always going to be factions, right? If you've got guys that you came in with, for example, Andrell Anthony, uh, who was an outstanding sophomore wide receiver, didn't get many touches last week, but had a great game against Michigan State as a freshman. He's got J.J. McCarthy in there, who he he practices with all the time. He's a good friend of his. So, yeah, these guys are going to have their so-called favorites, but they also have to understand that this is one of those things that uh, there's no guarantee and they know it too uh, there's a reason that there are depth charts and that there are reasons there are reasons that both guys are getting a chance to play so I think the main thing is to have the strong enough leadership that no matter who you go with Bill guys are going to have to be behind that guy and I think they've got that Chris Miles for the Wolverine.com talk in Michigan Hawaii Saturday night is Harbaugh going to – he's done it before, like at Rutgers, where he was pushing 80. <laughs> Is he going to keep his foot on the gas in this game? 
I don't see it. You know, with Chris Ash, I think that was a different thing, the former Rutgers coach and, you know, some of the things that that Ash had said and, and his history. But this is Hawaii. This is literally the worst team in football, college football. So I think he'll take the foot off the gas. And I think more than anything, they want to get these guys that have been working so hard that don't usually get a ch- chance to play uh, an opportunity on Saturday night. So if you look at what they did last week, 84 players played. I think you're going to see 100-plus play in this game. He said they'd like to get all 130 in at some point during the season. I think this is a great chance in UConn next week. So this game should be over at halftime. Get as many guys in there and then run out the clock in the fourth quarter, you know, run the ball and uh, and get it over with. That's why I don't think, you know, I'm not sure if they'll cover or not, but uh, to me it's not going to be one of those games where he keeps the foot on the gas, but he will for a half. you got to give McCarthy an opportunity to show what he can do against some live bullets, and then after that take the foot off the pedal. Yeah, speaking of the line, latest on the DraftKings Sportsbook have Big Board. Michigan is a 51-and-a-half-point favorite. And what's interesting is that the over-under number is only 67, but the spread is 51-and-a-half. And I feel Michigan's going to cover it. But if you're saying they're going to put in all their backups, I don't think Hawaii will do the same thing. I think they'll keep their starters in there to get reps moving forward for their season. Uh, that 51 and a half is an interesting play on Saturday. It is, and because you, you never know. You can do everything right, right, in a game like this, betting, and they, there could be a backdoor cover, or Michigan could be up 42 to nothing or 49 to nothing at half, 42 to nothing at halftime, and then just, you know, completely go vanilla and take the foot off the gas. And it only takes one broken play to, to lead to a score the other way. So I wouldn't touch it. I know that. I think I predicted 55 to three, Bill. And I just because I I just don't see you're saying they're going to cover that. You're predicting 55 (laughs) three. Exactly. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth like you're skiing on the podcast. (laughs) I will say this. You just you know what? You just don't know. But in a game like this. But I don't. In other words, I don't think they're going to be putting up 70 points, Bill. I think they can easily and they could. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that Harbaugh is going to, I'm not going to say allow it, but I think you're going to see them play an awful lot of people because those guys love to see their teammates that work so hard on the scout team get in there. I think you're going to see a lot of guys, those guys get in there on Saturday night. Hang a hundy. Saturday night. <laughs> send a record or send a message to the, to the rest of the. Send a message to everybody that you can put a hundy on the worst team in D1 football this year. <laughs> Yeah, this is not an Urban Meyer coach team here. This is Jim Harbaugh. I don't think you'll be seeing that happen. Hey, Urban Meyer's back on TV. The guy has he, he has been resurrected more than Jesus in the history of Earth. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, you know what? He's good as an analyst. I'll give him that. You know, the guy. No, he's, he's not. He's not believable now. There's no credibility. Not anymore. No. Okay. I, I can't right. listen to him because I'm like, okay, is it a medical issue? Oh, hold on, you're back. Uh, oh, uh, wait, is it uh, now you're an idiot to all those players? So I don't yeah. – somebody who's going to act nice and like a coach everybody wants to play for on TV and then a team that basically had a mutiny in Jacksonville, right? Yep. Or, or 80, no, 85 guys that ended up getting arrested when he was at Florida and God knows Ohio State name, image, and likeness was happening way before name, image, and likeness <laughs> became a reality. 
Hey, I told you, I agree with you. I just said he's a despicable human being, but he knows football and he breaks down X's and O's pretty well. Oh, go great. So if Hannibal Lecter knew everything yeah. about the read option offense, would you, uh, with me, uh, Chris Ballas did a great one-on-one podcast interview with Hannibal Lecter because he really knows what Hawaii brings to the table. <laughs> as long as he doesn't eat me, buddy, I'm good with it. So I'll break it down and, and make sure that my picks win <laughs> and I'm fine with it. That could be like Jody Foster where you come into his cell and he's in that thing. Exactly. He looks hey, like that'd this. Great, that'd be great theater right there. Oh, my God. It looks like he because he's in one of those, like, things where you look like you're strapping something and going to put it in the U-Haul, right? Right. Oh. I like how I like Hawaii to cover Clarice, you know, type of thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. He's doing Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I tell you, Northview, Northview's theater department tells me that Chris Ballas was the greatest actor his senior year. <laughs> I doubt that. Oh my God, the the lines he he was a master at lines. You should ask all the girls he dated at Northview. <laughs> You're killing me, man. All right, thank you for the Anthony Hopkins Hannibal letter. <laughs> we love you, man. Hey, thanks, Billy. Have yeah, a great one. Yeah, yeah, back at you. We'll talk Monday. Look back at Hawaii. JJ McCarthy's first start at the Big House, and look for Anthony Bellino now. He he made his debut last Saturday. Hosting on the mic in front of 111,000 on Saturdays. That's pretty cool. And now he gets his first night game. He's a rock star. He's getting an attitude. He's host of X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. So I called up, said, put me on. He said, uh, Anthony said to contact his assistant and he'll get with your people. And then maybe he can do lunch. Now I'm hearing good, if not great, reviews. And you can hear X's and Bros weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station in downtown GR.